Okay, guys, we are live on the video feeds as well, I do believe. Live on Facebook, DLive, Periscope, Trovo, Twitch, hopefully, YouTube. And of course, the audio feeds, TalkStream Live, go to TalkStreamLive.com. And JLP Live, go to RDO.2, T-O, slash Jesse, R-D-O, kind of like radio. Dot two, T-O, two, slash Jesse. That's an easy web address to remember for the JLP Live player if you don't have the app, right? Anyway, guys, it's 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific, daylight time here in Los Angeles, Wednesday, June 2nd. Happy birthday, 2021, the year of our Lord. And I do have a hand-picked song for you. I want to play Unscarred Act of Trust by, yes, it is a punk rock band, or was in 1997, 98, 99, 96, 95, maybe. 90-pound wuss. Sorry, kids. That's the name of the band, and it is a Christian band. And this song, I actually really liked it. And to this day, I do like it. Unscarred Act of Trust is talking about God. And, and then singing to God. So right on uh, to that. What are you doing, Anderson, mister? Stop c- spelling out bad words. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody control Anderson, mister. Here is Unscarred Act of Trust. And I will play the lyrics for you, hopefully. We have the uh, video of the lyrics. Hopefully you can make them out. Maybe I will translate a little bit of them. We will be chatting. Okay, somebody ban Anderson, mister. <laughs> he keeps on spelling the N-word out at single letters. We need to turn on the uh, slow mode. Unscarred Active Trust by 90 Pound Wuss. Enjoy. And I know boomers, and actually most of you normal people, may not totally enjoy it, but... I like it, and hopefully I can make you be able to bear it. Thank you, Tom New. Thank you, Tom New. Got him. Tom New. Let me know if the volume is good, guys. He's talking about new light, new light and fullness. Takes taste in music is questionable. I know that, I know. We all know that. See? Talk about eternity. He said, Lord. Right on, huh? Play Sunny Day Real Estate. Are they Christian? I don't think those are Christians. (laughs) I heard of them. You guys can call in. 888-775-3773. I will tell you what we're going to cover after this. This is a this song is a prayer. It's a prayer. And actually later in it he sings Bible verses. Can you guys understand the lyrics? Your will transcending into peace in my mind. Shelter my flesh I'm coming home. You will not forsake me. Right? Very nice. 
Beautiful. Redirect me to you, Lord, forever. I remain in you forever and scarred. Yes, this is Antifa music. They play this before they write it. <laughs> you, the you he's singing to, is not some girl, is not some friend, is to God. He's trying to sing to God. So. Uh, I will be talking about the vaccine hype. Black Lives Matter hype. This Tulsa race riot that they're calling a, a uh, massacre hype. We don't have real fighters in the Republican Party. Oh, listen, he's singing about wisdom. This is like, these are Bible verses that he's singing. Incline your heart towards understanding. It hurts. His singing sounds constipated. What's up, Lin Yen Shin? Nice to see you. We, we surrender, James. Please, no bully. <laughs> Wisdom in action. <laughs> He's talking about people who scoff at wisdom. People who hate knowledge and despise wisdom. Listen closely to this part. He says, blessed is he who finds wisdom and gains understanding. It profits better than silver. Isn't that nice? It's like Bible study. I like this last line. Right here. Consistently accepting rebuke. Isn't that nice? When JLP rebukes you, or when somebody rebukes you, accept it. They play this to Navy SEALs to test their <laughs> mental endurance. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Sleazy Biden and the sleazy state department and all of that. I hope you enjoyed it. I didn't see any positive comments. But uh, this is why I read books. This is <laughs> anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. fine wrestling jesus says goodbye this is why you have no viewers whatever 233 people disagree with you <laughs> it does seem about half as much as usual but anyway i do have a clip of sleazy joe biden you heard some of it on the jesse lee peterson show sleazy joe full of sickness and lies just outright lies i wonder what i didn't really check but did the mainstream media fact check Sleazy Joe Biden calling white supremacists the primary threat to the homeland. And I get that the term homeland indicates, oh, it's in the context of so-called terror attacks. But give me a break. 
he said, not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda. Excuse me, Muslims are less than 3%, maybe even like 1% of the population. Of course, they're supposed to be a very minor terror threat, and yet they commit disproportionate terror attacks in the country, or have been doing it. Thanks, Obama, and actually Bush, and actually Clinton. I think that Clinton actually had the opportunity to take out that guy, uh, Bin Laden. That's what I heard. Hake stole a Chris shirt today, says Colin Barrett. Yeah, it's very plain, isn't it nice? I'm almost, almost dressing like an adult. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. Did the mainstream media fact check him on that? Because he said, oh, white supremacy is the primary threat. And then he lumped it in with the attacks on Asians, which are done by blacks, and the uh, attacks on Jews, which are done by blacks, right? Yeah, there's been a few white supposed terror attacks on Jews over the years, every now and then when one happens. And it's honestly a bit ridiculous that whites have, uh, some of the whites who are angry have resorted to becoming so-called terrorists in their own country because of the uh, country turning against them, honestly, in part. I mean, also, they're poorly raised, let's be honest. But anyway, it's crazy. It's a big mess. I have some information on this vaccine hype. The uh, government, federal government under sleazy Joe Biden. The EEOC, which in my opinion, they probably shouldn't even exist. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. This is the pretense that, oh, blacks weren't being hired. So therefore, we need, the federal government needs to get involved in the business of uh, regular employers, meaning people who start businesses and hire whom they want to hire or don't hire whom they don't want to hire. But they started this EEOC, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, right? And so they came up with this thing saying everybody can be forced, well, not everybody, but businesses can require employees to get a vaccine in order to work there. Of course, they do have exceptions, Notable exceptions, but come on. Um, they said federal EEO laws do not prevent an employer from requiring all employees physically entering the workplace to be so-called vaccinated. I heard that they changed the definition of vaccination specifically for this China virus vaccine, at least the mRNA ones, the ones that change your DNA. So long as employers comply with reasonable accommodations. In some cases, you can use uh, religious reasons, pregnancy, or disability. Right? Disability, meaning handicap. Handicap. I prefer handicap to disabled. Because disabled, that means you're unable? Come on. Um, but Houston Methodist... Over in Texas, I mentioned this in Hake News at the end of our one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Houston Methodist Hospitals. I guess they have multiple hospitals. A spokesman who was speaking out against a lawsuit by 117 employees of this hospital. Saying the company is forcing employees to be human guinea pigs as a condition for continued employment. Because they feel that the vaccine is experimental. It's not fully approved. Isn't it? According to 
a super chat that I received from Bible GoTo guy. The vaccines were approved for emergency use. And sh- he says should be reevaluated now that the emergency has passed. It does seem like the emergency has kind of passed, right? What vaccine is gene, th- gene therapy, says Slam Free Poetry. And honestly, they, the CDC is, according to, to a February report, they said people should get vaccinated whether they've had this virus or not. Interesting. Studies are showing that they may, have, they may be able to maintain some immunity throughout their lives after having had this. Kind of like chicken pox. Supposedly you only get chicken pox once. Some people get it twice. Maybe a mild case and then a worse case, something like that. But the hospital, Houston Methodist Hospital CEO Mark Boom said it's unfortunate that a few, he said that most of these employees have received vaccines. It's unfortunate that a few remaining employees who refused or refused to get vaccinated and put our patients first are responding in this way. 117 employees suing him. I don't know. He said it's legal for health so-called care institutions, and they don't really care for your health. They care for you when you're sick most of the time. You go to the hospital when you're sick. Most people avoid the hospital if they can't, if they can avoid it. Because you go to the hospital, that's where sick people are, and you're liable to get sick from them, or else they, the doctors like, are like, hmm, they're like the auto mechanics. They find something wrong with you and say, we need to fix this and this and this. <laughs> Or if you're one of those suckers for prescriptions, you're like, hey, what about this? You're told by these commercials, these long commercials with uh, lots of, of uh, disclaimers, ask your doctor about something, something. He said it's legal for health so-called care institutions to mandate vaccines as we have done with the flu vaccine since 2009. That's not very long, honestly. And honestly, we probably don't even know the if long-term effects of the flu vaccine. Just FYI. And I know people, somebody called my show, a Ukrainian guy actually, an immigrant, who became a male nurse. And now he has moved into a uh, more manly job, trucking. Trucker. He became a trucker. Partly because, but we lost a, a good employee, kind of, or the, the hospitals did. Partly because of this move to force flu shots on people. Flu shots on people. And that's 2009. That's not long ago at all. I remember when they started pushing this flu thing and then they started calling people anti-vaxxers. And especially mothers of children who have had problems, whether they came from the vaccine or not is kind of up in the air. I don't know. But that seems like shenanigans to me. There is suggestions, there are suggestions that, you know, last fall, this is from a professor, a professor of immunology and all this stuff from uh, Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, Missouri. Ali Elabedi. Ali Elabedi. Sounds like he might be I don't know, Indian or something? Oh, yeah, he looks like he might be Indian or something. Ali Elabedi, I just Googled him, 
said uh, last fall there were reports that antibodies, say you get this a mild case of the China virus, um, and some people say that you might be immune. They still have to study it, right? Well, they did. This guy Ali Elabedi led a study on it. He was a senior author of this study that suggested it leaves behind lasting antibodies, which is protection, immunity. Last fall, there were reports in the mainstream media. He actually says mainstream media. There were reports that antibodies, antibodies, wane quickly after infection with the virus that caused the COVID-19. And mainstream media interpreted that to mean immunity was not long-lived. However, but, he said, that's a misinterpretation of the data. Typical mainstream media, always misinterpreting words. I remember they did the same thing with Michael Brown case with uh, former officer Darren Wilson. The mainstream media completely misinterpreted a uh, police chief statement or something like that who said that he did not have information on whether former officer Darren Wilson or then officer Darren Wilson knew that Mike Brown had allegedly uh, robbed the convenience store in strong arm to the uh, store owner. Remember that footage? This is Mike Brown, Ferguson, Missouri, outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And they were security footage of him beating up a guy, (laughs) kind of pushing him around. And then he's walking in the middle of the street, uh, according to the report, with these uh, cigarillos. Swisher Sweets cigarillos to make blunts. Allegedly, right? Allegedly. And Darren Wilson, it turned out, did in fact know about that alleged strong-arm robbery. But the mainstream media, because he said, I don't have information on whether he knew about it at first, they said, oh, he said that he didn't know about it. He didn't know about the robbery. So he was just racially profiling him. Falsely accusing the cop, jumping to false conclusions. See, the liberal media... They're suckers just like anybody else. They jump to false conclusions. Anyway, it's a misinterpretation of the data, said Professor Ali Elabedi. It's normal for antibodies to go down, levels to go down after acute infection. But they don't go down to zero, they plateau. We found antibody-producing cells in people 11 months after first symptoms. These cells will live and produce antibodies for the rest of these people's lives. That's strong evidence for long-lasting immunity, he added. Interesting, huh? So that's one study. Yet the CDC claimed in February people should be vaccinated anyway. Anyway. And then remember that punk rock girl I told you about? <laughs> she wanted to go to this punk rock show? Beta punk. I guess all punk is beta. Including, yes, maybe 90 pound wuss. But they wanted to go to this Florida show... But the Florida show wants to charge $18 or $20 if you're vaccinated. 18 in advance, 20 at the door. And then $1,000, $999.99 if you are um, not vaccinated. And they won't accept a doctor's note saying that you've had it before. <laughs> Crazy. Silly. Punks. They live down to their name. Such a shame. And, but they don't live up to their creed of not listening to authority. They're suckers for authorities. Total suckers. Where's your level of independence? I thought you're not supposed to be trendy. They all support Black Lives Matter. Simps. Tr- very trendy. Not thinking for themselves. 
Anyway, let me quickly get to Pierce, the first-time caller in Hawaii. He wants to talk to me. He, he called into the Jason Lee Peterson show, I believe saying his son is dating an older woman. But he wants to talk to me for some reason. That's nice. Pierce, it's good to hear from you. What's up? How you doing, sir? Doing well. How are you? Nice to speak to you. Yeah, nice to talk to you, too. Yeah, so I just want to I want to get your advice and your recommendation because, um, you know, it's good to, I think it's good to hear from other perspectives. Okay. Um, All right. And and you're, you, you have a great perspective as well as, I mean, of course, Jesse's your mentor. Um, <laughs> but Jesse recommend, rec, I got Jesse's recommendation and advice. So I want to see what you say, you know, before I jump to any kind of conclusion, if that makes sense to you. Do you know what Jesse recommends that people do is to know for themselves, though, what to do? Yes, sir. I understand that. Yeah. And, you definitely but, want to do what you me, want and what you see is right. Because you may, you have, you're in the situation, you know stuff that we don't know, just so, so you know. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, you're, you're exactly right. But just to guide me in the right direction, you know. And because I don't, I don't fully know, you know. I mean, I don't know what to exactly do. That's why I want to get... Okay. You know, what's the situation again? Because I kind of heard. So, so my, you kind of heard at the end. I kind of heard, that? but let me know what's what's going on. In okay, short. so so my so so me and my wife were on um our twentieth anniversary, and how old are you by my, the way? Uh, my I am thirty six. Okay. And my son is seventeen. So. I found out just recently you're 36, on, on our trip. You're 36 and yeah. you're at a 20th anniversary? Yes, sir. Does that mean you were married for 20, 20 years? I, I was with my wife for 20 years. Oh, okay. So you were dating her for 20 years. You've been married yeah. for less than 20 years. 16. Okay. You've been married for That 16. makes more sense. But I mean, <laughs> you were, six, you were <laughs> I mean, 16 when you started dating her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, we, we, we've been married for 16 years but we've been we've been together for 20 so we're celebrating our 20th year oh, okay. you know, which feels like 50 years <laughs> I'm serious but, um, but uh, you know to, to, How come to you're make counting, a long story short just out of curiosity I, just to interrupt you briefly how come you are counting that as an anniversary rather than the marriage the anniversary because I did propose to her. You proposed to her at sixteen. At seventeen. Wow. Seventeen, at, like seventeen and a half. So you were proposed for several years before you married. Yeah, and we didn't. We were we were engaged for like yeah, like four years. So we didn't get married until like till four years after. You guys met in high school. She was she's your age or younger. Yes, sir. She's younger than you. No, she's a year older than me. Oh, dang! <laughs> but, but I didn't know. I didn't really know that in high school. Yeah, um, she was in the same grade. She was in the same grade, and um, she went to a different high school. Oh, so she went to a, another high school. One of those, you know, like a rival, a rival high school. We didn't like you people side. doing that. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> I knew some girls who dated guys who were from a, from like South Omani High School, and there's a royal girl. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but it's fine. It's no, just I don't. Silly. I don't like. 
I didn't like the girls at my high school, so I hey. went searching for the other girls at the other high school. <laughs> yeah, but she's she was the same grade, but she was a year older. My so mother, find out that my mother said that we weren't supposed to date until we were sixteen. So you started dating her at sixteen. So at least you follow like, what my yeah, mother would like, have said. Yeah, sixteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at sixteen. Sixteen and a half, yeah, like sixteen, sixteen, a little over sixteen. All right. And I had I had my son out of wedlock, my first son out of wedlock with her. At seventeen. With her. Oh, yes, is sir. that why you proposed to her at seventeen? Yes. Yes, sir. Man. But we didn't get married right away, you know, until four years later. Yeah. It's like it's not even six thirty AM over there, huh? In Hawaii? Um Yeah, it's six thirty here. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so it's pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I wanted to ask you and get your perspective because, I mean, you have I, I've listened to your show. You have great advice. And um, so, what do you think? You know, like my son is seventeen, and this is a different you know, son from this. This is a different son from the son who was born. <laughs> no, no, same son. Oh, okay. He's he's a uh, no. My first son is he's actually eighteen. Okay. And my second son is actually he just he's seventeen. All right, they're a year a year and a, a year and a half apart. Yeah, and right. so you had two kids out of wedlock, two boys out of wedlock. Yes, dang, by the same girl though. Uh huh. But right. we got married, you know. But it wasn't until like four years after my first my first child. Yeah. You get I, it now? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'm following. Fascinating, man. Are you okay. Hispanic? Pierce? No, no. You're I'm Native American. Oh, okay. Were you are were you growing just I just want a picture. Did you grow up in Hawaii or where? No, I, I'm I'm from Arizona. Okay, cool. You might have said that I was But but we're uh we're in Hawaii for our twentieth anniversary. And is she American Indian too, or was she Hispanic or white? Yeah, she's Mar- yeah, she's she's Navajo too. Okay, nice. Have you you've yeah. called my show before? Or have you called my show before? Because I list, I heard from a, I think I heard from a Navajo as well. Some weeks back, he was driving uh-huh. and he got stopped by cops multiple times, and he felt that it might be because they were profiling him, but he wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That yeah. was you. So it's, you're not you're you're <laughs> yeah. not a first time caller. Second time. Okay, cool. Um, so you're just in. But well, first anyway, time on Jesse. I don't want to pry into why you're in Hawaii or anything. Anyway, okay. It's your, it's your business. But I want to get your advice. <laughs> yeah. So so twentieth anniversary, I found out my son is um you know, dating a an older girl which like happens you. to be twenty <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> More extreme but, um, than you, but yeah. <laughs> but from I mean, I didn't know. I mean from my from my experience, I didn't know she was older when because she was the same grade. Yeah, until later. Right. Yeah. 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 But but he knows that if he does know, he should know. I mean, but by by the profile, it says that she's twenty six. Have you seen because her in person profile, before? I've never seen her in person, though. Because maybe she and just says that she's twenty six, but she might actually be sixteen. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if my son is telling me the truth or not. Does she That's what look? I'm trying to investigate. <laughs> Does she? Well, anyway. So you haven't? Have you seen pictures of her? Does she look like she might be I've 16? I've seen pictures. Some pictures look like she's 26, and some look like she's 16. Well, same thing so with I, Ariana I Grande. Am I right? 
Ariana Grande looks yeah. 13 to me. Anyway. I can't tell. Yeah. But the only confirmation I got... Your son is 17, though. ...was her Facebook pro. Yeah, he's 17. Okay. So the only confirmation I got on her age was on her Facebook profile, which said it was 1995. So I did the math, you know, it came out she was 26. Yeah. And I confronted my son about it you know, uh, yesterday, and he was like, you know, she's just saying that because she just want to put her full, full, you know, full profile on Facebook or f- social media, whatever. Okay. I'm like, okay, so is she really 16? And he goes, yes, she's 16. So... You know, if I ask, if I ask her, his, his aunt, you know, which has, is a mutual friend on, on social media, I ask him if, do, if I ask, if I ask her, uh, would she say that she's 16? He's like, yes. I was like, okay. So I just left it at that, you know? Yeah. Until I can fully, fully investigate and, and, and ask them, cause I'm not going to really jump to conclusions. Right. On, on how, how, you know, and overreact and be like, if he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to see what your perspective was as how I should handle this. And, you know, from here on out, like Jesse was like, deal with it now, you know, um, you know, and ask your aunt about it because, or ask his aunt about it, um, you know, because, a father's job doesn't stop. <laughs> it's like, right. It's like, Oh, you're the one who cussed on air. And he, yeah, you're the one who cussed on air. And he, and Jesse said, uh, a, a man's job is to deal with SH blank, blank. <laughs> yeah. Deal with that ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great, wasn't yeah, that a great line? It was that's the truth. It's very direct. And and, 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 and you have a good attitude about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, you know, I, I think being direct and, and hearing direct is, is, it should be, that's how it should be, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to beat around the bush. Um, but I wanted to see what your perspective was, you know, should I, should I take Jesse's advice and what, what do you think, man? Like, should I just go ahead and just deal with it now while am I, because he was like basically saying, Jesse was saying was put your ego aside, you know, like, of course you're on vacation. Yeah, I'm on my twentieth anniversary. Oh, Who cares? Okay. But oh, with, so you're in your Hawaii on your twentieth anniversary? Yeah, and you want to deal with this? Yeah, deal with I, it. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I was telling Jesse, yeah, I didn't want to deal with it until <laughs> you know because I'm on my vacation because I work my ass off and it's like, why should I deal with it now? Should I just should I wait till I get back or should I deal with it now? And Jesse was like, a father's job doesn't quit. Yeah. It doesn't stop, you know. So deal right. with it now. Yeah, it's your vacation from your job, from work, not from your uh, being a father. Yeah, I understand. And it's that not now. like you have to like just look into it and hold him uh, accountable. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get. I didn't understand right. the part about his aunt. That's your. That's your sister-in-law or your sister. It's my sister-in-law. Yeah, and my sister-in-law, um, which is his, his aunt. So yeah, it's. I mean, they're they're mutual. Fr- he's she's mutual friends with, with the with with she who my son is dating. Okay, she yeah. knows the girl or so, woman or whatever this the person is. So so it <laughs> says, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it says it says mutual friends. So you know, should I confront them about it and say, do you know this person? You know. Yeah. How old is this person, and are they telling the truth yeah, about do their it age? Because- because when the when the cat's away, the mice will play. 
the parents away, that's like, uh, that's a sketchy uh, time. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So you want to do, you want to <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Hey, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Like, yeah, that's all I needed. Um, and I, I will deal with this shit. No, I mean, ish. I'm sorry. You have a sorry, family kids. family show here. I'm sorry, man. No worries. Appreciate it, Pierce. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, take care, and maybe we'll see you yeah. at the men's conference if you can make it. Bring your son if he wants oh, to I join wish. us. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. I really, really wish, and if I can plan for it, I will. Well, maybe uh, during White History Month, the first, thir- the first Thursday, hopefully, we'll have a men's forum here in los angeles you know there's all kinds yes, of different sir. ways you can come out or just you can contact the bond office if you wanted to do private counseling either with you alone or your son alone if he's interested or you and your son or you and your wife and your son or whatever over the phone or over oh, skype yes, sir. so it's an option but if, if it's god's will and plan you know yeah i'll pray about it and you know if it happens it happens you know yeah if not you know, we'll see you guys next year. Sounds good, man. Take care, Pierce. Yes, sir. Thank right. you. Yeah. Interesting. Caller just delaying responsibility, says Kingfisher. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Misty Loka said something like, tell me what to do so I can do the opposite. I don't think he would do that. <laughs> okay. Um... Let me show you guys this silly mess going on with the mothers of this BLM victims, fake victims of Black Lives Matter. And they are fake victims. I got this from the Epic Times. Mothers of Tamir Rice, who I understand, like, maybe they were... Maybe they jumped the gun and shot him a little early. Maybe. It was a no- a novice. Not a novice, because he's a professional. It was a newcomer. He was kind of new on the job. But anyway, Tamir Rice, he had the... They said that he had a plastic gun. Uh, somebody, some mainstream media source claimed it was a plastic gun. I don't believe that it was a plastic gun. Because I had a little uh, pellet gun like this, BB gun, and it wasn't plastic. It shot plastic BBs, as well as metal BBs. BBs are these little balls, and they can't hurt, too, by the way. But I don't think it was a plastic gun. It was a realistic-looking, did not have an orange tip. I don't think it even came with an orange tip. Was it an airsoft? It might have been. But it was a realistic-looking pistol. Tamir Rice, in Cincinnati, right? Cleveland or Cincinnati, one of those. Places that you don't want to walk around. My parents didn't even let me go outside with a realistic looking, at least not out front. Out back, yes, fine. Backyard, fine. Front yard with a, with a gun that looked real? No, don't go out there. Hey, it was a toy gun, bud. Uh, it looked real. It looked real. And the caller, somebody called it in, saying he's, he's pointing a gun at people. I think it might be fake. And the dispatcher didn't relay that information to the cops. I 
Um, Austin316 says he took the orange tip off or painted it. I did the same thing as a kid. I don't even know if this one came with an orange tip. I'm serious. Because I had one and it didn't have any orange tip. Just FYI. But the mothers of Tamir Rice and Brianna Taylor, the woman who was girlfriends with an ex-girlfriends with a drug dealer, and either she or her boyfriend who survived her, sleeping together, unmarried, shot at the cops. And the cops shot back. And it was a knock and announce. They should not have knocked and announced. They had a no-knock warrant, but they were told to knock and announce. Had they not, had they done no-knock, she probably would have survived. I hear, I've seen some of you guys saying, get rid of no-knock warrants. But because, you know, cops will go to the wrong house pretty commonly. This was not a case of going to the wrong house. It was a no-knock warrant. They didn't expect her, they expected her to be a soft target. Had they done no-knock, it would have uh, probably gone a lot smoother because they wouldn't have given time to this guy to get his gun and shoot at the cops, whether knowingly or unknowingly. He claimed that it was unknowingly. And there's no way to prove otherwise. But he gets the side eye from people who, who know how these people are. He gets a side eye. Do you really not know? <laughs> so that's Breonna Taylor, the mother of Breonna Taylor. They're criticizing Black Lives Matter, not checking themselves, FYI. And there's plenty to criticize about Black Lives Matter. Benefiting off the blood of our loved ones. And there's another guy who was rightfully shot by cops here in Los Angeles in July 2016, I believe. Richard Risher. And the reason I say that it was justifiably shot, rightfully shot, was a court because a commission, a police commission, says that he was rightfully... It was a justified shooting. This 18-year-old uh, Richard... Rishar. His mother's name is Lisa Simpson. Not to be confused with the white cartoon girl. Is she white? (laughs) Yellow cartoon girl? Lisa Simpson, the mother of this guy, totally different last name for some reason. Out of wedlock births, maybe? I don't know. But a police commission says the LAPD officers were justified in shooting the 18-year-old during a running gun battle in the Watts housing project, which... Which, uh, which um, Maxine Waters wants to maintain and build more of, by this side note. That's something that JLP documented. And she's criticizing the former chief, Charlie Beck, for the use of deadly force against Richard Risher. Look at this woman. She's all pointing. Pointing at the... Point at yourself, woman. She has two fingers pointing back at her because she's at least two or three fingers pointing back at her. Because she raised this 18-year-old, allegedly. Word that police had killed a young black man's angered many in the community. But he had a... He, he shot an officer in the arm, according to what the LAPD said, and they... You can't really lie about that. You can't really make that stuff up. People claim that cops lie a lot. And they might. Who knows? People, people in general becoming very corrupt nowadays. But you can't really fake that. A cop getting shot in the arm. (laughs) Crazy. So that's Lisa Simpson. So these are the type of people who are criticizing Black Lives Matter. So don't come to the defense. Don't be a white knight for these black mothers. FYI. 
they are part of the problem, right? They're, they're part of the problem that killed their children, right? But they're criticizing Patrice Cullors. Patrice Cullors is the, I don't have a picture of her, but she was on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I got her on. Thank you very much. <sighs> Back in like December 2015, or I know it was 2014, because I was upstairs managing it. She was on the phone line, and she hung up after 10 minutes because she couldn't take the heat. She couldn't answer questions directly. Do you support capitalism or not? I support something, something, way people... It's on YouTube, Jesse Lee Peterson's YouTube. But Samaria Rice, Samaria Rice, she doesn't want to be a mother of the movement. <laughs> Remember the Democrat National Convention highlighted the mothers of the movement? And then I will get back to calls. Hang tight, guys. Stop hustling black death. That's what you're doing, woman. Samaria Rice is the mother of Tamir, not a mother of the movement. Movement. That's a article, I think that was out just this year, just actually the other day, maybe, from The Cut. And the New York Post put it out, and others, saying they're benefiting off the blood of our loved ones and they won't even talk to us. She contacted Black Lives Matter and help, for help in reopening a federal investigation, as if Black Lives Matter can get a federal investigation into her son's death and... 2014. Not under the Trump administration. Maybe under Biden they'll do it again. It's ridiculous. Lisa Simpson, this woman, said uh, about Patrice Cullors because she quit because she (laughs) she got exposed because she bought a bunch of mansions, right? She bought like four mansions in the white community. Millions of dollars. Now she doesn't have to show her accountability. 52-year-old Lisa Simpson said of Colors is leaving the investigation. She, the organization, she can just take the money and run. And this reminds me, over in Ferguson, Missouri, or maybe, I think, yeah, it was Ferguson, Missouri, because Mike Brown didn't have married parents. There were diff- the mother, the stepmother, the different people and different organizers were all selling, oh, Mike Brown t-shirts. And some of the mothers got into a fight. And I say mothers because, like, maybe the stepmother or something. I think the mother got into a fight with some activists who were selling the T-shirts. But she's doing the same thing. It's ridiculous. Colors told the far-left anti-American Associated Press that recent criticism about her finances were uh, why she's leaving Black Lives Matter. She wants to focus on other endeavors, including a book deal and a TV deal. With a Hollywood giant, Warner Brothers, enemies of America. Shameful. She called herself a trained Marxist, praised uh, the Chinese communist guy, Mao Zedong. He's the founder of the Chinese Communist Party. And she said that the news of the multiple homes she owns, worth millions of dollars reportedly, are part of a right-wing smear campaign. They took in, Black Lives Matter revealed to the AP, enemies of America, both of them, that they took in $90 million after Georgia, Florida died. You know, the, after they, you know, they did those riots. Maybe they should have paid out that $90 million and it still wouldn't have covered all the damage to the communities that they destroyed. Police precincts, stores, right? And related violence last year. 
Simpson said Black Lives Matter raised $5,000 for her son Tamir Rice's, no, no, not Tamir Rice, Richard Richard's funeral, and she never received the money. (laughs) I'm laughing. It would have been ill-gotten gain, lady, but that's ill-gotten gain on behalf of Black Lives Matter. We never, both Rice and Simpson panned Black Lives Matter leadership in a March statement that they put out. We never hired them to be representatives in the fight for, listen to this, justice for our dead loved ones murdered by police. You scumbag mothers, forget you. Calling them murdered by police, calling the cops murderers. You're the ones who raised them wrong. Tamir Rice, I don't know, I don't know. He didn't put up his hands fast enough. But this other 18-year-old boy shot at the cop and shot him in the arm, allegedly. Was... Give me a break. These activists have events in our cities and have not given us anything substantial for using our loved ones' images and names on their flyers. So they want... Oh, my gosh. We don't want or need y'all parading in the streets, accumulating donations, platforms, movie deals, etc. off the death of our loved ones while the families and communities are left clueless and broken. It's your fault for being clueless and broken. Because they weren't married in the first place. Raising their kids right. Mother of Breonna Taylor criticized Louisville Black Lives Matter agitators earlier this year, using her daughter's death for their benefit. I could walk in a room full of people who claim to be here for Breonna's family who don't even know who I am, said Tamika Palmer. Maybe because you have a completely different last name from Breonna Taylor. Tamika Palmer, what? She said that in a Facebook post that's now deleted. (laughs) She probably got uh, back. Backlash. I watched y'all raise money on behalf of Brianna's family who has never done a dang, she said damn, thing for us. Nor have we needed it or asked, so talk about fraud. It's amazing how many people have lost focus. Infighting. Children of Satan infighting. Daughters of Satan infighting. Because Black Lives Matter is mostly uh, females and gays. And female-minded liberals who happen not to be gay. Some of them. Very occasionally. Usually they don't last very long. Like that one guy who quit and just started this thing for school choice. But, and then these mothers. Give me a break. Shameful, huh? Before I get back to callers, I have Joe in Florida coming up next. I want to play this sleazy Joe Biden playing this. It's like a three and a half minute clip. Talking about this mess about terrorism, white supremacy, and give me a break. This was on the supposed 100-year anniversary of the Tulsa riot. Because they don't care about what's happening today. Or even the truth. They just care about smearing the whites. And it's ridiculous how they lump in the whites with um, the attacks on Asians, (laughs) which is by blacks. The attacks on Jews, which is by blacks mostly. And it's always an attack on whites. Anyway, here is clip 11. This is from Real Clear Politics. It's from his speech yesterday. Being a mess, and also he's old. Listen to this and watch. Biden only has a majority of effectively four votes in the House and a tie in the Senate with two members of the Senate who vote more with my Republican friends. But we're not giving up. The blacks. Earlier this year, the House of Representatives passed for the People Act to protect our democracy. The Senate will take it up later this month, and I'm going to fight like heck with every tool in my disposal for its passage. 
The House is also working in the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which is which is critical to providing new legal tools. No, it's not. Back to new assault on the right to vote. To signify right to the importance of our efforts, today I'm asking Vice President Harris to help these efforts and lead them among her many other responsibilities. With her leadership and your support, we're going to overcome again, I promise you. But it's going to take a, a hell of a lot of work. And finally, we have to, and finally, we must address what remains the stain on the soul of America. What happened in Greenwood was an act of hate and domestic terrorism. With the through line that exists today, still. He wasn't there. To this day? Just close your eyes. Remember what you saw in Charlottesville four years ago. I wonder if people are closing their eyes. Neo-Nazis, white supremacists, the KKK, coming out of those fields at night, Virginia, with lighted torches. The veins bulging on their as they were screaming. Remember, just close your eyes and picture what it was. The fangs of racism. (laughs) Well... Mother Fletcher Racist said things. when she saw the insurrection at the Capitol on January the 9th, it broke her heart. A mob of violent white extremists, thugs, said reminded her of what happened here in Greenwood 100 years ago. Look around at the various hate crimes against Asian Americans and Jewish Americans. By blacks. Hate that never goes away. Hate only hides. Jesse, I think I mentioned this to you. you. I thought after you guys inside you pushed through with Dr. King, the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act, <laughs> I thought we moved. What I didn't realize, no, is our is not closing his eyes around Biden. I'm so proud to be a little part of it. But you know what, Rev? Rev? <laughs> I didn't realize hate's never defeated. It only hides. Oh, yes. It hides. <sighs> And given a little bit of oxygen, just a little bit of oxygen by his leaders, like you? it comes out of there from under the rock like it was happening again, as if it never went away. And so, folks, we can't. We must not give hate a safe harbor. As I said in my address to the Joint Session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat the homeland today, not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. That's not me. That's the intelligence community under both Trump and under my administration. Two weeks ago, (laughs) I signed into law the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act, which the House had passed in the Senate. My administration will soon lay out our broader strategy to counter domestic terrorism and the violence driven by the most heinous hate crimes and other forms of bigotry. Of, of bigotry. <laughs> what a psycho, huh? Terrible person. Sleazy Joe Biden. And didn't didn't uh, Richard Spencer enthusiastically endorse Joe Biden? <laughs> you had to know that this guy was going to go. Richard Spencer being a uh, one of those guys with the his veins bulging. <laughs> I don't think Richard Spencer's veins were bulging at that. Uh, and his white supremacist fangs <laughs> coming out. <laughs> anyway, talking about the Charlottesville, mo- completely peaceful protest, right? The night before with the tiki torches. Wasn't it completely peaceful? I think it was completely peaceful, by the way. And he lumped that in with the fake insurrection. Some lady said, oh, it broke her heart seeing those, those white extremists at the, insur- at the fake insurrection. Those were Trump supporters. 
Those were normal Trump supporters and also Black Lives Matter supporters. Charlottesville was a psyop to get all this bogus speech, BS, bogus speech, started this so-called KKK members with carrying tiki torches from Walmart. And I didn't even see it. I didn't see any uh, so-called white supremacists. None of them say that they're white supremacists. Spencer's is... Uh, None of them are Nazis except for, uh, maybe the workers, maybe that workers party with that one guy, Matt Heimbach. Heimbach? Matthew Heimbach? He might be like a imitation, imitation nationalist, socialist, I guess. Allegedly. He's the only guy. And he and his group were the only ones actively punching back against Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And it was punching back. It was not, they were not the aggressors, FYI, in Charlottesville. It was mostly, uh, the, there was some fighting, but it was mutual combat, right? Mutual combat. The, the whites didn't start it, FYI. Maybe the so-called white Antifa. But those are mostly Jewish people, Hispanic, some anti-white su- white suckers, and uh, blacks. Black Lives Matter. Kamala's leadership, she's not a leader. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act, voting is not a right. And John Lewis is not an honorable, was not an honorable man. John Lewis was a sleazy. Google John Lewis, not to be confused with Elijah Cummings. (laughs) Although they both died. Just the worst, some of the worst people in the world. Total phony guy. John Lewis. Pretending like... He would talk all slow, like a black preacher, like he was so dignified, not dignified at all. And the For the People Act is a bill in Congress to expand, quote unquote, voting rights, meaning the right. There's John Lewis, I think. Yeah, that's him. He's dead now. But they're pretending that, oh, he's voting, voting rights. Uh, change campaign finance laws. To change the influence of money, so-called money in politics, limit partisan gerrymandering, because now they they have enough illegals in the country and anchor babies, and people making babies, refugees and all them, to and uh, brain enough brainwashing in the uh, schools and on social media and mainstream media that they don't need anything else. There's Cummings, huh? There's Elijah Cummings. He died too. Hate only hides. You can't give it safe harbor. Except it has very safe harbor in, uh, now I want a hate suckers shirt, says Canadian David. Hatred has safe harbor inside of Sleazy Joe and all these blacks to whose hatred he's bolstering and lying about. Give me a break. And then you have Tim Scott, the rhino black senator who hates cops and hates whites and pretends like he's a Republican. He's a rhino. He said that Biden promised to bring us together, but he's pushing an agenda that to tear us apart. But this guy is doing that, too. He's pretending that, oh, cops are, are uh, getting me for driving while black. I bet you this guy speeds. Because <laughs> he's been stopped multiple times, even as a senator, supposedly. Senator Tim Scott. Not to be confused with the Tim Scott in the chat. He's cool. Also black, but, not, but his soul is white. Washed white as snow. No, I don't know. But Tim Scott, the rhino from South Carolina, is a sleazy guy. And the main, 
the mainstream so-called Republicans, which are the Rhino Party, the GOP, are uh, enemies of America just as the Democrats are. Uncle Tim, not to be trusted. Ace Utmost says that T.D. Jakes, another fat black preacher, dressed up like the Black Panther for his sermon. Really? Cringe, if true. Anyway, quickly, let me get to Joe in Florida. He wants to talk about the differences between the counties over in Florida. What's up, Joe? How are you doing? Hey, hey all is well, James. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, before I got to that, did anyone else notice on that whole Biden thing, he said January 9th? Yeah, I did notice that. Uh, Come when, on, uh, man. How <laughs> embarrassing. You can't even get your stuff together on your talking points on what you're supposed to be pretending to be mad about. How right. embarrassing. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Give me a break. No, so anyway, I wanted to talk to, about Florida a little bit because, um, you know, here come lately, it seems like we're almost kind of an example, sort of a beacon for the rest of what the United States should start moving towards, and I'm kind of proud about that, but... We're, we're still, you know, in as conservatives, you know, we've been taught to sort of look at conservative, quote-unquote, politicians with a side eye. But I'm here yeah. to say, as someone who's lived here almost 50 years, that Ron DeSantis and specifically Matt Gates are the real deal. Yeah, you think you so? Guys, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They, they, are, they are the real deal. And I, and I don't just dish that out lightly or whatever, but... What I was going to say, what I think is interesting is even though we're kind of purplish, but leaning more towards red because, you know, the bigger blue counties, you know, Broward, Miami, et cetera, yeah. have, a, have a lot of people there, right? So it kind, yeah. of skews the, it kind of skews the number off a little bit. And so it's interesting, especially during the pandemic, how the specific blue counties were under the, well, you know, the, the blue kind of democratic rules like in Michigan, et cetera, LA, whatever. Yeah. And it, it's it was easier to kind of see good prevailing over evil because it seems like, especially here come lately, that good has been taking a lot of L's <laughs> right. to evil. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And and it's 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 specifically kind of interesting to experience in Florida how good is overtaking evil. Like that concert that you're talking about, I think you said it was in St. Pete or whatever. Yeah, St. Petersburg. Yep. That's, a, that, that's a blue county. There's uh, no way they would get away with that in any kind of red county in Florida because it's just nobody would come. Right. Yeah, it's and, a punk and, rock and, show. Yeah, and it's the same reasons why you don't see riots here and stuff like that because we don't play that. You will get arrested. We're normal, right? right. You will get it. And so it's really, really interesting thinking back now by a razor's edge, Ron DeSantis beat out this black Democrat guy that ended up smoking Andrew Gillum. Smoking crack, having sex with me. I mean, look how close it was for us here in Florida to be completely, I want to say douched. Well, I guess I just did. And be be under kind of a, a Democrat ruling. So... When, you know, I'm going to the men's conference, but I live near Cape Canaveral, 45 minutes away on the East Coast. Okay. And I, even though I was excited that you guys were coming to Florida, I'm like, oh, no, they're coming to Orange County, which is a blue county. And Orlando's yeah, in Orange bit, County? 
Orlando, Florida yeah. is in Orange County. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a blue county. Yeah. And at the time you got at the time you guys mentioned it or whatever, they were still kind of doing the pretend math thing or whatever else and and and, and stuff like that. So I was like, ah, you guys are going to have a false sense of what Florida is like, but. But now that that they've lifted it everywhere, it seems like the the Democratic counties are somewhat relenting. Okay, which is which is really interesting because you know all the amusement parks. It's too bad you guys the crew doesn't have time to go to the amusement parks. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a really that's a really good time. Yeah, so just last last I've Saturday, last Saturday they completely lifted the mask mandate. You know, made it completely voluntary, and I'm interested with the people who want to pretend like they love their face diaper so much if they'll continue wearing it right. or if they'll take it off because they're just posers. Right. They just want to try. They just want to pose for the cause or whatever else. But, you know, June, July, August is a heater here. Africa hot here. <laughs> and out there, I'm telling you, yeah. and out there, out there in the amusement parts wearing that face diaper is no fun, right? Yeah, so I it bet. seems to me that if that was your belief that, that it's doing all this good, that you would continue wearing it. I guarantee you, I won't see, but nobody wearing it. Yeah, interesting. So man. yeah, so yeah, so Florida is Florida is kind of like the beacon and doing the right thing. But you will. That's why you have the the story about the the concert or whatever. Like, wait a minute, that's coming out of Florida. That's kind right. Of, well, it's because because it's the Blue County. Okay. That's why that's happening. But most of us here don't play that. And good is winning over evil here for sure. All right. Well, that's good All to right, hear, man. man. Appreciate it, well, Joe. That's cool. Thanks. All right, buddy. All right. Take care. Have a good one. You too. All right, bye. Orange County. Yeah, it envelops Orlando, Florida. Not to be confused with Orange County, California. Orange County, Florida. He says is blue, and actually, Orange County, California is turning more Democrat too. Blue is the new red. Am I right? As in communist. Terrible. So, guys, we are three minutes past the hour. I saw Name Name says, it's, it's almost one hour. That means another song. I'll see you in ten minutes. <laughs> and indeed, I do have another track song from 90 Pound Wuss called The Party's Over. This, the lyrics of this song were not written by Jeff Suffering, Jeff Betger. But, uh... It is a great song. I like it, and I hope you enjoy it. Cover your ears, if not. It's less than three minutes long, so I will see you soon. Enjoy, and I'll be right back. Get up and 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 get up and
This is excellent. That was 90 Pound Wuss, and yes, it is Christian music. Mute buttons are a heavenly invention, says Meve. Wow. Wow. Haig can't actually believe that this is Christian music. Vacuum turned on Haig. Horrible. This... Blank is satanic as blank, lol, says Danny. Yeah, he's just messing with us now, says Mr. Jennings. I don't know how you guys cannot like it, because the vocals are cool. Sounds like beta screaming. I guess so, Damon Scott. <laughs> I guess so. Like to see a younger Hake looked like before and after this music took over. <laughs> Actually, I kept on dressing like a normal person. I didn't ever really dress that punk. <laughs> that was pretty cool, says Jay Hunt. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's a no for me, says Love and Sunshine. Sunshine. Nice name. Demonic garbage. Give me a break, says Mr. Anderson. Trolling the trolls? Asks Red Pill. I mean, uh, Point Fire. The lyrics, man, says Jim Justice. Yes. Umplov says metal which this is not metal, is the music of the dying white race. <laughs> you know, that crossed my mind, too. Not specifically metal so much as the grunge, as Asmador pointed out, all these grunge uh, people, grunge band like uh, Nirvana, and Linkin Park is not exactly grunge, but um, same idea, that angsty white man, miserable liberal person who commits suicide later or overdoses. Chris Cornell of, I almost said puddle of mud, but I don't want to insult the dead. It's shameful. What happened to bright lights, says <laughs> Jib Jab? We will get back to bright lights. I do like bright lights. Did anyone understand any word in that so-called song? Yes. And you know, uh, my sister-in-law and my sister were all into Amy Grant. And then some negative information came out about Amy Grant. You know, some marriage trouble or something. And I'm all, Jeff Suffering of 90 Pound Wuss, in my head, right? I didn't say it out loud. Jeff Suffering never did that. 90 Pound Wuss never did that. <laughs> uh, so self-righteous, huh? Shameful. Forrest C. says, Hake, how can I decrease my viewership? Hmm. <laughs> That's him picturing how, uh, how I'm thinking. Puddle of gay. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, Chris Cornell was from Soundgarden and Audio Slave and other stuff, I think. Anyway, thank you guys for the support for my beautiful music. This might be the worst thing ever on the Hake Report. <laughs> um, Lin Yen Chin says, with the Trovo Super Cap, hope your diet and exercise routine are showing, the res showing results on your back since it holds up the good hair of God's grace. Thank you for the well wishes, Lin Yen Chin. Yeah, I'm eating better, and uh, I'm getting a little bit more exercise now. 
Nice. Lin Yan Chin is trash in Richard Spencer. Calls him a nice woman in the body of a man. Her drive is to save whites is respectable. Drive to save whites is respectable, but she only does it for having the image of a champion. She is only an intellectual. Definitely an intellectual. Very smart guy. Not, uh, intellectual guy, anyway. Um, but he's an atheist, so that's all he, that's all he knows. He doesn't... I don't think he sees the wisdom of Trump or of uh, Christianity. Only endorsed this clown for something called accelerationism, burning down the old clown world to wake up uh, the sane but sleeping whites. Oh, yeah, good point, Lin Yenchen. I don't know if he's an accelerationist, but, yeah, I suppose that may help. Crazy stuff going on in the world. Whose homeland? Great question up for purity. I happen to see this uh, live chat comment from up for purity. Nice name. Remember Sleazy Joe? Sleepy Joe said that white supremacist uh, terrorism is the greatest threat to the homeland. The most deadly threat to the homeland. Most lethal threat to United States. Whose homeland? Exactly. The whites' own homeland. Give me a break. And they're not the most deadly threat. Most lethal threat. Maybe most lethal terrorist threat, which is a big asterisk. But not even really that. Not even really that. They They excuse all manner of evil. The black violent crime. Black on white crime. Black on black crime, black on Asian crime, black crime in general, and the Hispanic uh, violent crime as well. Big mess, big mess going on, and that's just the violent crime. That's not nothing to do with the actual evil of endorsed abortion and pretending. Can we listen to Graham, Amy Grant? Says Brandon. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Amy Grant too. Asmodor says, I'm not sure I've ever seen the evidence of Spencer being all that smart. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he's knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Put it that way. Knowledgeable? He knows a lot of stuff? Maybe that's what it is. Knowledgeable. But, pff, give me a break. They are just, there is all kinds of soft evil. Somebody called in from Canada and called it PG evil, like parental guidance, like easy, nice, soft evil of supporting LGBTQ madness or of standing by and letting evil take over. Weak men, evil women. Yeah. It's a such terrible lies. So the and I said before that we don't have real Republicans. We had a caller who says that Matt Gates and, uh, and I don't really know about Matt Gates, but maybe, maybe it's hard to say. And um, Ron DeSantis, the real thing. I hope so. I I like Ron DeSantis. Play another ninety pound Woods song. I dig it. Says Stephen Absolution. I'll play two more for you tomorrow and three for you on uh, Friday. At the very end, we'll play a, a, the, uh, a 90, we'll finish with a 90-pound wuss song. <laughs> Five more 90-pound wuss songs to go. Most of them are not too long. 
Is BLM not a terrorist outfit? They make political demands with the threat of mass violence and of said demands are not met. That's a dictionary definition of terrorism. Yes, true. Uh, yeah, the left, the uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, that is true. They do support terrorism. They mostly try to be, they, they act like they're like soft evil. So they don't show up with guns because they're girls in, at heart, right? And so they, uh, they are cow- more cowardly than even the mass shooters because they do sucker punches. They shine uh, lasers in the eye, laser lights in the eyes of the cops and like the helicopters. They um, try to burn their precincts down, try to trap them in court buildings and burn the court buildings down. They, they, the Antifa Black Lives Matter joker if you will, right, Joker? You guys shouldn't be loving Joker. <laughs> Crazy. Um, the Joker who went into the Capitol building, and I will get to your calls, guys, hang tight. The Joker who went into the, to the Capitol building, the light-skinned black guy who was called a Black Lives Matter grifter by Black Lives Matter themselves, he wanted to burn the Capitol building down. He said, let's burn this blank down. Kind of like Mike Brown's uncle or stepdad or whatever, mother's boyfriend, the late Mike Brown. Sick people. Yeah, they're cowards, so they don't show up with guns. Guns is too manly for them, <laughs> for the most part. There are some of them, like those Black Panther guys or the Black NFAC, not blanking around coalition. Of course they're a terrorist there are terrorist organizations, but they're not as lethal a threat. Because the whites, even the whites terrorists, even though it's female-minded to turn into a terrorist, the rare white terrorist, and many of them are, you know, they're trying to get entrapped. They get, people try to entrap them. When I say people, I mean the FBI and different people, right? Try to entrap these people. Try to stir up trouble. They call it Fed posting for a reason, because people who frequently will post stuff to get real crazy rather than stay legal and sane and sh- have love and overcome evil with good. They want to fight evil with evil. Those are you, oftentimes, those are feds trying to get some poor sucker who was poorly raised by his mother um, to fall into such terrorism, right? But they are at least a little bit more manly even then because <laughs> they carry guns. Anyway. Here's a GOP bill to ban Black Lives Matter and political flags from embassies. And I guess I support this, but it's just, they're they're soft fighters, like playing patty cake with these people. This is from the Epic Times. And this is after they already flew Black Lives Matter flags on the so-called anniversary of Georgia, Florida, his fatal overdose when he resisted arrest and got himself killed. In Thessaloniki, Greece... I have this tweet. Oh, look at this. Black Lives Matter on some embassy. Which embassy is that? U.S. Embassy in Bonn? Somewhere. Where? It's all over the world throwing this madness. Thanks, Obama. And, well, actually, thank you, evil. It's no wonder people think that America is the great Satan because they support this scum of the earth like this. Georgia, Florida. Thessaloniki, Greece. Uh, the U.S. Embassy, U.S. Consulate 
in Thessaloniki, Greece, flew a Black Lives Matter right underneath the American flag. An anti-American flag right underneath the American flag. In Athens, Greece, I have, they uh, have the, the consulate thing. You can just kind of slideshow through these photographs that I have in there. I think I have photographs and tweets and stuff like that. And I actually have a clip. They unfurled this banner over... Look at this, U.S. Embassy in Athens. We raised this banner. This is their tweet. We raised this banner in honor of Georgia, Florida, the drug addict. Murdered with an asterisk. They shouldn't have put... They didn't... They left off the asterisk. One year ago today in a kangaroo court, in solidarity with people around the world, the globe. Whoa, globe earth. Simps, no, I'm kidding. Seeking a world without racial discrimination and a future with equal opportunity for all. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And the communist uh, black anti-white fists on the hash flag attached to the Black Lives Matter because Twitter is anti-white. But if you look at this video, they're unfurling it over, it's just a silent video, show it. If you have it, I think I put it. They're unfurling this huge banner. So I wonder if it would ban banners too, because this is not a flag, that's a banner. And they're covering up the, uh, there was a seal underneath that thing. It says, Black Lives Matter. These people are sick. That's the deep state for you, right? Terrible. Uh... Show how that building normally looks. That's what it is. Isn't that a beautiful seal thing? It's a circle with the beautiful eagle, and it says United States something something of America Embassy, and that's in Athens, Greece. Beautiful. I mean, it's not that beautiful of a building, but at least it has windows and stuff. You can tell it's a government building. And that's a nice blue, uh, huge seal. What is that called? A patch thing. <laughs> And they covered it with Black Lives Matter banner. Sick. The Stars and Stripes Act of 2021 by this female representative, Nicole Maliotakis, who is a Republican from New York. And it was co-sponsored by many other Republican congressmen, including this female Republican conference chair, Elise Stefanik, another Republican endorsed by Trump, but I... It's a woman from New York. This is what Elise Stefanik said. Our beautiful American flag should fly over our U.S. embassies around the world, not the flag of a political organization founded by Marxists. Yeah, she's right about that, I guess. But it doesn't go far enough. They would, apparently, though, this, this uh, bill, I have the text of the bill. They don't name the homosexual flag or the Black Lives Matter flag. But it would also ban, apparently, the radical homosexual transgender pride perverted flag, rainbow flag thing, perverted rainbow. Although it's not mentioned in this article from, uh, from uh, the Epoch Times. Biden, the Biden administration made racial equity and support for underserved communities a national security priority. How is that related to national security? <sighs> national insecurity? Give me a break. Per a State Department lem- uh, memo, Antony Blinken is the state Secretary of State, so-called. This effort is a top priority for administ- the administration's domestic and foreign policy, and the United States cannot credibly 
message on human rights abroad if it does not address the same issues at home. Human rights is a communist idea. It's fake. And didn't China already punk Antony Blinken about this situation, right? China is like, you guys are, are oppressing black people. <laughs> so you can't tell us anything about the Uyghur mu- Muslims. Uyghur Muslims? <laughs> uh, the department supports the use of the term Black Lives Matter. Scum of the earth. The scum of the earth. Because you ne- the only people you need to tell that to are the blacks who are saying Black Lives Matter themselves. In messaging content, speeches, and other diplomatic engagements with foreign audiences to advance racial equity and access to justice on May 25th and beyond, we encourage posts to focus on the need to eliminate systemic racism, which doesn't exist, and its continued impact. Evil in our government, enemies of America in America. That's why I'm not that mad when I hear about Israel spying on America. Because not that Israel has our best interests at heart, nor their spies, but I don't care if they spy on scum of the earth like this, right? Anyway, whatever. Hake, your show is equivalent to the Wendy Williams show. It's all gossip and catty news. Thank you, man. I really am a fan of Wendy Williams. She's cool. By the way, she's not getting the vaccine. Based? Not that I say don't get the vaccine. If you want it, get it. Or if, if you've looked into it and you think you should get it, get it. <laughs> Uh, disclaimer, right? Crazy. So here's the, I have the text of the bill. Uh, the Secretary of State shall s- prohibit the display of any flag or banner at any diplomatic or consular post. I mean, this is just symbolism at, any, at this point. With the exception of the f- empty symbolism, we're like a shell of the country that we were supposed to be. With the exception, and a bad shell, an ugly shell. And not even whitewashed tombs where rainbow gay. Black Lives Matter painted ugly tombs. And it's even deader on the inside. The flag of the United States. The flag of the country where the diplomatic or consular post is located. These are the flags that are okay to fly. The flag of a state territory or possession of the United States. A departmental or secretarial flag. The flag of an armed force. Flag of an armed force. Or a flag designed to honor the uh, prisoners of war, POWMIA, missing in action. I mean, that's nice. Anyway, let me get to Ben in New York City. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing well, James. Nice. Good to hear from you. Okay. What did you want? You wanted to talk about the vaccines? Yeah, I would just, uh, you know, advise uh, all of your listeners to refrain from getting the vaccines, uh, because uh, from what I heard recently, it's like the, the spike protein in the vaccine is what's causing like the blood clots. All of them. Even the oh, DNA. yeah. You know what? I heard, I saw a headline speaking of Israel, who mm-hmm. is, by the way, Israel is forcing their people to have, they have vaccine passports. But I saw a headline from the Epic Times that, mm-hmm. um, that Israel, they came out with a study that showed that, um, that one of these vaccines was associated with, yeah, probable link between the Pfizer vaccine, so-called vaccine, and rare yeah. myocarditis cases. And myocarditis is what you just yeah, mentioned, blood, the blood, blood clots. Blood clots. Yeah, blood clots. Yeah. 
So um, and, and um, that's that's one aspect of it. Like the blood clots, obviously you you're gonna feel the blood clots. But right, you know, when it comes to like a uh, uh, human fertility, when it comes to like the woman, like it concentrates on the ovaries. Oh, so that's a, a different aspect. It's like you know, yeah. a lot of times we say you know population control, but. Yeah, it concentrates on the human female uh, ovaries. This one, this report from the Epic Times came out Mm -hmm. yesterday. No, today. The second. Said Israel's health ministry said Tuesday found a small number of heart inflammation, heart inflammation, myocarditis. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the same thing as the blood clots. But whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, observed. It's, it's just uh, you know, it is obviously the the heart is functioning at a higher level. Okay. Just because they don't have uh, you know, the. <laughs> well, I don't want to say arteries. I just want this say, one uh, says mostly in young veins, men. You know. This one says observed yeah. mainly in young men. Okay. And it has not observed a higher rate of the condition than normally expected in the general population. Whoa. Pfizer claims that it's not a higher rate of the condition than the general population. Uh, mm-hmm. So, this Pfizer is saying that they're not causing it. But 275 say, cases uh, in the, Israel. The, the, the people that want to approach uh, and take this vaccine, if they're 50 and under, then they, they don't really need to worry about taking the vaccine. I think it's, uh, it's stupid to take the vaccine. You know, you I know. personally agree. I, I'm, I'm not... F- I don't see really the need for it unless you already have, unless you have like problems, health problems. Yeah. You're fat, you're, you got some type of issue. There is some 40 something yeah. year old. But listen, I had, a, I had a friend that, uh, not a friend, but uh, someone that I knew, he died the other day. He died yesterday, actually. And um, ah. uh, I always From? used to kind of like go back and, uh, you know, where I live. I live in the Bronx. So, yeah. you know, he kind of like, you know, we used to go back and forth about taking the vaccine, whatever like that. And um, about two months ago, he said, hey, you know, I got the second Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, you know, whatever. Like, oh, and then, you know, I kind of like whatever. Like, okay, that's what you want to do. do yeah, do. right. And then uh, one of the guys that worked in the store next to him, he told me, he was like, yo, this guy died. And wow. I was like, what? He was healthy. He was thin. He was not uh, over 60. He must have been, like, anywhere between 50 and 60, but he was not over 60. And um, he died from it. And um, I interacted with him a couple wow. of times, uh, more than a couple of times. You're saying he died wow. from, you're saying, what did he die from? Uh, pulmonary blood clots, basically. Oh, okay. So, Ouch. Uh, you have to be very, very careful. I mean, yeah. The whole COVID-19 thing is, like, we know who it affects the most. It's, like, people over 70, and they yeah. have, like, two or three. Or if they're um, over overweight or have breathing uh, problems or whatever. Overweight is a big, a, a big thing. Um, yeah. Diabetes. Uh, yes. Organ transplant, you know. You know, you know. But they're just trying to give it to everyone. And they're yeah. trying to give it to kids, and they, they, they've been testing in our infants now. I mean, uh, we could, you could even see it coming because they were pushing, they've been pushing the flu shots for years, over uh-huh. a decade, right? I mean, they, maybe two decades, really, because uh-huh. they were pushing it before it got adopted by these hospitals in 2009, at least that Houston yeah, one. it is. And, they were, and um, they, were, they were smearing, the mainstream media was smearing so-called anti-vaxxers, the uh, California, uh-huh. and some conservatives are on board with this, too. Like, there's a... John and Ken, I think, over a radio station, a radio show, couple of hosts, mm-hmm. older guys, were having on, like, this Asian Democrat who came up with this law, fan, 
something fan, I think is his last name or pan. He was Did he ever get be- did he ever get beat up by a white supremacist <laughs> at any point in his life? I doubt it. I doubt uh, it. But or, he's forcing or, Was he, it like a dark skinned light white supremacist? <laughs> probably. <laughs> but he's forcing the okay. vaccina- vaccinations on even private schools. Even private schools in yeah. California, I think they they're trying to force uh all the kids to be vaccinated. Yeah. And I'm talking about regular vaccinations. But the regular yeah. vaccinations have proliferated. When when I was a kid, well, uh, there were like uh, maybe uh, two uh, or three. Now there's like 12 or 15. I think it's about like 30 or 40. Wow. I think it's gone to that level. Yeah. But the regular vaccine is something that uh, doesn't interact with your DNA. That's that's a big difference. The mRNA it actually interacts with your DNA. Yeah. I heard that they... You know, I it heard communicates that, with your DNA and then you build spike proteins. I heard the dictionary, which, the dictionary, which is fake news... They change. Mm-hmm. They keep on changing the definitions of things. They change the definition mm-hmm. of bigot because bigot used to mean somebody who can't take, who can't handle other opinions or other viewpoints, <laughs> which is the people who are well, listen, crying we're, bigot. We're, we're, all, we're, we're all bigoted at that. <laughs> <laughs> they change the listen, definition. If, listen, I'm a, I'm a brown person, right? Yeah. I grew up in the Bronx. I'm, I'm not gonna go to a black neighborhood unless I know to like like. A couple of black people and they know me. Right. If I don't know black people, I, like, let's say if I go to Brooklyn, they don't know me. That's not bigoted. They're gonna wanna. They're gonna wanna test me unless I know someone in the neighborhood. That's, right. That's fine. It's not that they're bigoted. It's like you know, this is my neighborhood and the, you know, it's like a tribal thing. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. It's not. It's not that. It's uh. It's the same thing with the whole hate crime. Every crime is. There's some level of hate to it. Yeah, unless, but nowadays they're calling love a crime because somebody has enough love to tell the truth, and that's being called hate speech, and that's that's becoming a crime too. So now even crimes are not even the crimes come with an asterisk. Now. Is it is it being prosecuted by the judicial system or is it like? Oh yeah, the judicial system. Yeah. It's here in America. If you hate crimes, are an attack on free speech. Because they're mm. prosecuting you at a, they're trying to come down on you harder for your free mm. speech. Because the yeah, uh, like I assault was, I was, itself uh, was hateful, mm-hmm. but the words that you may have said beforehand or put on Facebook or whatever, as yeah. so-called context for your crime, it's just mind reading. Yeah. It's an attack on the First Amendment. They don't believe in free I think speech. I, I think I will be considered like a brown Nazi at this moment. Um, <laughs> Dang. Who knows? This is why I canceled my uh, my Facebook. I just eliminated it all. Yeah. I was tired of being banned all the time. But I will say this, right? Um, I think about 80, 80 between 90% of like the Asian hate crimes is basically like someone like, uh, for instance, like if you, if from any other race besides the Asian, whatever. Yeah, they would say, "Hey, you eat chopsticks. Uh, you wear like a. You eat cats. Um, yeah, it's know. stuff like it's like insults. It's like stupid, like a wordplay. It's, it's not yeah. even like a hate. It's not even an actual crime. It's just like a. It's a hate incident. <laughs> it's like a verbal. Right. Like we're playing around with each harassment. other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- That's it's all not it even is. Harassment. Like 90% of it is just like harassment. I know. It's like I'm brown. If like if someone wants to say, hey, you burrito eating brown person. Right, exactly. Hey, you taco eating. Yeah. How many tacos you ate today? You know, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to follow a report. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. How sensitive do you have to be in life? <laughs> women. 
Yep. It's I think, terrible. I think they have to be. <laughs> Appreciate it, Ben. You're wrong. Great call. All right. Take care, man. Thanks for talking to you. All Thanks. right. Very nice. Everett's in Cincinnati, Ohio. He wants to talk about these vaccine taxes. Man, what's up, Everett? Hey, James Hake. I'm just hey. calling because I'm trying to figure out a solution to these ridiculous uh, prices for unvaxxed people. Do we say that we're vaccinated or do we just not go to these concerts? I, I think not even go. I think that. I agree. Uh, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, if you money talks, don't play their game and see what happens. I mean, it's not worth it anyway. These stupid concerts, uh, you know, are ungodly anyway. I mean, I'd say just don't even go. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Don't support them because they obviously are in support of violating your rights. They they're liberals. They're evil. You shouldn't be going to a punk rock show anyway. Unless it was a 90-pound <laughs> wuss, and even then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, I also wanted to make a comment about, you know, it's interesting how Rage Against the Machine uh, nowadays is, is the left, and they don't even see what they're doing. You know, that used to be really cool to be anti-government. To right. Be, you know, go against the grain, and they can't even see what they're doing now. It's just so hypocritical. Yeah, yeah they're, um, they're, it's so ridiculous it's mind-numbingly silly the there are actual guys in that band rage against the machine who are supporting black lives matter and getting follow falling in line with what they're telling you it's ridiculous they don't it shows yeah. they never really thought for themselves and less so today than ever same thing with eminem remember eminem was trying to be all against the mainstream media now he's just repeating the mainstream media smearing trump who's actually an independent man crazy <laughs> yeah and uh there's a big difference between requiring a mask and and requiring people are vaccinated i know and uh, are asking personal health questions i mean i think that this is like the zombie apocalypse to where uh you know it's such a big deal to be vaccinated when the truth is that it's not something i'm afraid of i'm not afraid of covid i'm just not afraid so i'm not going to get the vaccine and that's my personal business. Right. And that's what I tell anybody that asks me, uh, you know, are you vaccinated? Well, then you need to put a mask on. I say that's none of your concern. Yeah. And then I'll take my business elsewhere. I think that's how we need to treat these outrageous prices for concerts and events, because that's where this is going. Right. Yeah, we don't have to participate in, in that most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's entertainment, right? <laughs> I mean, there are other spend your money on and your time doing that, you, know, you know go to these games and events somebody said somebody in the chat when i mentioned that story they mentioned that it's illegal in florida because the governor who said let's not monkey this up he signed a law i believe excuse me saying that businesses are not allowed to enforce any sort of vaccine passport and isn't that the same thing when you charge somebody a thousand dollars to get in if they don't, if they so-called don't have a vaccine, that's, uh, I mean, I believe in the right to discriminate, but that's, but discrimination, since they got rid of our human right to discriminate, our basic God-given right to discriminate, they're violating people's rights. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that, uh, my brother told me that it's, 
what it, for them to require that or even ask that as illegal. And I'm not sure I need to look in, into it some more, but in Ohio, our governor, you know. Is that uh, Mike DeWine? DeWine. Yeah, uh, I, I would doubt that he would make a very clear, strong stand, and that's why we need to vote him out as soon as possible. He is yeah. as rhino as it gets, and yeah, I'm looking forward to voting him out. Yeah. He's 74 years old, a so-called Republican, and he's been the governor since 2019, and I think that he's was a little anti-Trump at times, was he not? But uh, Just weak positions. I mean, he, okay. wouldn't, he wouldn't want to take a position, and that's rhino enough for me, whether he's yep. secretly for or against Trump. I mean, he's just He's not who we need. We need somebody who's going to stand up like DeSantis. You know, it's so silly. Speaking of these vaccines, Mike DeWine, he's the one or somebody in his administration, or he supported it seemingly, was uh, having people participate in this vaccine lottery thing to get a million dollars or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Our money. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, given to these people, you know, and it's such a slap in the face to the businesses who are hurting yeah. from these ridiculous mandates and, and overreach. It's so and childish. And take the money instead and give it to a, a lottery. Yeah, that's a good reason to get the vaccine. And young that's people so, are winning. Young people are getting, oh, go to college and learn how to be a worse liberal. It's young people are getting, are getting so-called vaccinated, which they're, they're not the priority. It's crazy. Yeah, and and the question now is how do we fix the problem? How do we right the wrong? How do we how do we steer the ship? And, and yeah. I think that it is to get married, have children, and have them uh, with your values. That's the only way to fix the issue. Like Dennis Prager says, what happens in your house is more important than what happens in the White House. And I think that that we need to. Uh, use that as the solution. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it starts in the home. Yeah. Very good point, man. He's right about that. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm 29. I'm not married. I don't have any kids, but I am awake now, and that is my goal. I'm trying to make money, save money, and do the right thing. So I hope anybody listening out there, uh, you know, at least consider that it's a lie. The bachelor lifestyle is a lie. Yeah. Uh, do what you need to do. Have have a ch- Have children start a family, and do the right thing. So, and anyway, you're white. That's what I'm trying to do. I am white, yes. <laughs> Are you going to make it to the men's conference in Orlando? I am. Nice. I am. I bought tickets as soon as I could, and I'm, I'm trying to get some other people on board, <laughs> but uh, it's awesome. You guys are coming to Florida. It's going to reach a whole other side of the country that uh, you know isn't able to make it out to California. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Cool, man. Looking forward to it, Everett. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. I'll see you there. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> Guy on a buffalo says, Dennis Prager, let's go. So based. Greatest ally. Um, Prager has interviewed Jesse Lee Peterson many times on his show, and he loves Jesse Lee Peterson. And uh, I know that he was iffy on many things sometimes, especially early on. I remember hearing him. I was shocked that... Uh, he, before the election of 2016, he was for anybody but Trump. What? I guess it shows you that those non-Christians, they have a blind spot. Have a blind spot on, I don't know, is it genuineness? I mean, he sees that Jesse Lee Peterson is genuine, but he didn't see it in Trump 
for some reason. I don't know. Strange. Yeah, they have a blind spot. Uh, we need Christians. You know, speaking of Mike DeWine, Mike DeWine is the governor from Ohio, and there's a guy named Jim Justice. I mentioned this in Hake News at the end of hour one, I think, of West Virginia. Jim Justice is another 70 something year old, six foot seven, tall. He's like worth a billion dollars, supposedly. Worth a billion? He has a billion dollars in assets. Jim Justice, who honestly, if can you Google Jim Justice for me? He doesn't look particularly healthy, honestly, but he's pushing the vaccine. He said, we're going to give away five custom hunting rifles and five custom hunting shotguns away on Father's Day to people who got vaccinated, is the implication. Jim Justice, and look at the picture of him when, you, when we pull it up. He does not, he looks a little fat and unhealthy. Jim Justice. And he's so weak, he turned into a, well, I don't know what the story is. West Virginia's all over the place. That's a, and that's one of the more flattering pictures of him, by the way. Big guy, big man. Reminds me of, uh, Kingpin. <laughs> Kingpin's a bad guy from, like, Spider-Man or something. Um, the program will award $1 million to one person each week starting June 20th, which is, I guess, Father's Day weekend, or Father's Day itself, I'm not sure. On the last day, August 4th, the state will award 1.5888. No, not 888. $1,588,000 to the winner and $588,000 to the runner-up, according to what Justice said. Jim Justice, more like Jim Injustice. See, this guy doesn't look like he needs more than a vaccine to keep him healthy. I think. I don't mean to profile, but and he switched to be a Democrat to run for governor. One, didn't endorse Hillary. He won in like 2015, right? He did not endorse Hillary to his credit, I guess. And then he announced at a Trump rally that he was becoming a Republican again. Whatever. He's... What else? They're also giving out college scholarships and pickup trucks. It's like like bribing. You're not... Even as a father or mother, you're not supposed to really do this with... uh, With children. You're not even supposed to treat children like this. People are trying to say, Oh, by the way, like, there's been over a million or more Krispy Kreme donuts given out in exchange for getting vaccinated. That's, like, bad for you. <laughs> I mean, once in a while. I actually like Krispy Kreme donuts, but I don't eat them that much. Probably been more than a year or two or three, honestly. Very rarely, right? You're, not, you're supposed to be healthy, but this is pff, shameful. They don't care about you actually being healthy. In fact, they want you not to be healthy. Five rifles and shotguns each? Hmm. <laughs> Ragnar 0321. No, 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 no. One per person, I think. So a total of ten guns to give out. Custom guns, supposedly. Anyway, we're going to have a bunch of happy campers, said Jim Justice. 
Ohio saw its vaccination rate surge 28% in the wake of the announcement. We need to save lives. Get Ohio moving forward. The way to it is through vaccines. This is our ticket out of the pandemic. No, your ticket out is people being healthy. And targeted protection of the, uh, like what the, um, that one statement said, right? Targeted protection. I forget what the state, who made that statement. The, Bar- the Great Barrington Declaration. They said targeted uh, protection for the old and the, and the at risk. But it was not given any credence because the uh, communists who run the mainstream media are not for sanity. They're not for sanity. They're not for actual health. Public health. No, that's a joke. Krispy Kreme. Now, that's totally sweetening the deal. (laughs) Uh, Focused protection of those most at risk and avoid or minimize societal harm of the communist lockdowns. Thank you. Shutdowns. The restrictions. But no, they want to be female-minded and control you through blind ignorance and worry and panic. You know, that dumb CDC director, I'm scared. I'll never forget hearing that. I should make that into like a go-to clip that we play a lot. The scared, acti- the scared CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, the Democrat Biden's woman, not a Christian, by the way, Rochelle Walensky. Just in case you were wondering. Anyway. There I go with that anyway again. How many is that? Two? Three? But it's ridiculous. And this also, this Black Lives Matter stuff, the critical race theory stuff, the attack on whites, which is been long entrenched and embedded just because they came up with a name for it now they're fighting against it these are not strong people two republican lawmakers speaking of rhinos well i don't want to be too hard on tom cotton but dan crenshaw i mentioned this headline yesterday two republican lawmakers said we're going to expose you talking big talking tough and they created this military whistleblower site, I guess, or web form to combat the so-called woke ideology in the military. And I appreciate it, right? We don't want this mess in our military. We don't want it in America, period. It doesn't belong in America, period. Where is the great, is it John McCarthy? McCarthyism. I forget what his first name was. Where is McCarthy when we needed him? Was he right? I think he was right. We won't let our military fall to woke ideology, said Dan Crenshaw, the congressman with the eye patch, who's exposed himself as pretty much a rhino from Texas, former Navy SEAL. He tweeted on May 28th, linking to his online whistleblower form. And it's on his, it's not even an easy to remember web address. At least I don't think it is. Like, wouldn't it be nice to say, Woke whistleblower or something, or anti-anti-racist whistleblower, <laughs> something, something smart, something easy to remember, or even whistleblowerform.org or dot, it's crenshaw.house.gov webpage. 
And it's and it's so it's on this guy's webpage. Are you really gonna give your stuff your information to him? Maybe. I guess you can. But you have to give your first name, last name, street address, city, state, zip code, personal email, personal phone number, and phone type. You have that's all required information on this form. FYI. We advise that whistleblowers use your personal resources and contact information when communicating and submitting this form. Do not use your work equipment or work contact information. Do not submit classified information or other information barred from release through this form or e- by email. Anyway, he's, that's what they're promoting, right? With written permission, we will anonymously publish egregious complaints on social media and tell the country what's happening in our military. For too long, progressive Pentagon staffers, so-called progressive, meaning communist, have been calling the shots for our war fighters, he said, as Dan, Dan Crenshaw, pretending that he cares about America. Well... I don't know. He may care, but he's weak. And he's like, he, uh, he didn't even give the freedom of the speech to the gripers. The webpage was posted in conjunction with Tom Cotton, the senator from Arkansas, former Army captain. They hope service members will anonymously publish egregious complaints on social media. Tell the country what's happening to our military. I mean, they basically have to start a propaganda campaign and gather stories. Spineless military commanders have let it happen. Now we are going to expose you. But I don't hear them sounding the alarm very loudly because they already fired that... Well, I don't know if they fired him. They relieved him of duty. Matthew Lohmeyer. Remember him? The Space Force guy? Young man? A commander in the Space Force? Lieutenant Colonel of his duties, after he said Marxism and critical race theory are spread in the military training courses required by the Department of Defense Secretary, the Affirmative Action Secretary, Lloyd Austin, the black guy. Sleazy Joe's pick, who was uh, voted into office, voted into his position by the Senate. I wonder how many Republicans voted for him because they're cowards because he's black. And liberal. And they made a special exception for him, too, because he wasn't long enough out of the military, according to the requirements. So this Matthew Lohmeyer guy, he's a lieutenant colonel, and he wrote this book warning about the undoing of the military by the communists' ideas, right? Anti-American, anti-white, anti-Christian. He was relieved of command due to loss of trust and confidence and ability to lead. I covered this before. Space Force said back in mid-May, just a few weeks ago, adding Lohmeyer's remarks on a podcast, because he's promoting his book, and his self-published book constituted prohibited partisan political activity. No example given. It's partisan political activity to oppose anti-American stuff now. Because the anti-American party is the Democrat party. And actually, honestly, the rhinos too. They're just wolves in sheep's clothing. Lohmeyer... Last week, met with Tom Cotton, who tweeted at the, after their meeting, I was concerned by what I heard, and I will be pressing senior military leaders for answers. So those two guys are pretending to fight. So if you're in the military and you know you have s- something going on, yeah, I guess you can fill out this form. It's on crenshaw.house.gov slash whistleblower. That's a mouthful. But I guess you're young. You can uh, remember that. crenshaw.house.gov slash whistleblower. If you trust Dan Crenshaw with your information. 
Crazy. I don't know if I do. Dan Crenshaw. Here's some other people pretending to fight. At the state level, legislatures and governors have taken action against critical race theory. I'm kind of tired of hearing that critical race theory. Because that's not the only problem. They've been teaching this stuff long before I ever heard the term critical race theory. FYI, as well as the New York Slimes' 1619 project, which was exposed by many people, including the great Dennis Prager, (laughs) as a lie, pretending the founding of America was in 1619, and then we fought against the British in order to keep slavery, (laughs) barring them from being taught or promoted in schools and government institutions. You already lost. You already lost. But I guess I appreciate a little bit of fight. Governors of Tennessee, Idaho, Arkansas, Oklahoma already signed bans of critical race theory in schools. In Texas and Arizona and Iowa, similar measures proposed according to an analysis. But I don't know if I buy that because they're just going to act like, oh, you're, you're, this is just like the Scopes monkey trials. Remember hearing about that? Well, this is all before our time, right? The, monkey, the Scopes monkey trials. This was when evolution was controversial because they did not, they were, did you know that evolution was not primary, not generally taught in schools as fact? They're pretending it's fact now. Scopes monkey trials. Yeah, I think that was in 19, hold on, American legal case in 1925. They've been pushing this communism. Since, nine, since for over a hundred years. The state of Tennessee versus John Thomas Scopes. Scopes monkey trial. American legal case, July 1925, when a high school was promoting a teaching. Well, supposedly John T. Scopes was accused of violating Tennessee's Butler Act, which had made it un- unlawful to teach human evolution in any state-funded school. Yeah, we'll open the treasure chest. Whoa. We'll open the treasure chest, guys, over there on dlive.tv slash the Hague Report. I can't accept any lemons from you except those of you who are already uh, subscribed to me. Oh, do I even have? Okay, yes, I do. Just out of, I don't know, what, what can I do? We're opening the treasure chest, guys. But now evolution is taught in school. So what's, what's to say that this anti-white stuff is not going to take hold too, right? I think they're fighting a losing battle because they don't fight to win. What a shame. Am I right? Let me read a few super chats, guys. Thank you to Lin Yen Chin, Dark Side of the Bear What, Ragnar0321, Up for Purity, Noah's Ark, Kansas, over there on Trovo.live slash The Hake Report. Critical race theory, says Asmador, is a euphemism for white genocide and should be referred to as such. Yeah, so same with diversity, right? And all that stuff. Anti-immigrant, xenophobia. That's all an attack upon whites, who are like the most nice people to outsiders, FYI. Even those, even those of us who are against them coming in here. We're like the best people to them. 
Misty Loca, Canadian David, Mo Better Stand Up, well deserved man. Based AF, based America first. Brindle, congrats on the uh, piddly lemons that I've redistributed to you with the Obama chest. Redistribution of lemons over there on D Live. Nice. Happy to help. <laughs> if that's any help. Animus gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report and said, Hey Hake, is playing video games beta? Well, it can be. Also, this so-called Christian music is beta, 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 beta. My sister used to listen to stuff like this compulsively. <laughs> uh, meaning like obsessively. And it made me want to slap my mama. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just five more songs, guys. Bear with me. I honestly really like Jeff Suffering's voice. Jeff Becker. It's an awesome voice. Vocalist. Uh, a welfare recipient gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report said, I'm so sick of Earl and his horse, ghetto, Elmo wheezing and hollering on the line about months old backwash news from the MSM, mainstream media. Out of the 10 hours we're graced with on the Hake Report, three is taking up by his blabbering every week. It's Maze's time to shine. <laughs> okay. Welfare Baby says, more Maze, less Earl, please. Well, appreciate that. And thank you to once again to LGD4033 for the, uh, what do you call that? The good Christian music tips. <laughs> right now I'm playing stuff that I, that I was really into back in, back in the day, as they say. Such shameful stuff. Such shame... Wow, that's like a tongue twister. Such shameful stuff. Speaking of immigration, Texas counties are starting to charge... Just a couple of headlines here in the last couple of minutes. Texas counties are starting to charge illegal aliens with child endangerment and trespassing because they're not allowed to enforce the uh, federal law. Federal law is immigration law, and the feds don't enforce it. They just let them come in. What a shame, huh? What, how, what type of evil is that? Arizona got hammered for so-called imposing stepping on the feds' toes because the feds were not enforcing immigration. This happened 10 years ago. And so Arizona's law, show us your papers law, show me your papers law, meaning the cops could, could ask illegals or suspected illegals or possible illegals to show us your papers. Oh, no, that's racial profiling. Evil. Just let the criminals and illegals run wild. Sick. There's an analysis, by the way, according to the Epic Times, that finds open immigration advocates are wrong. People who are for this mass immigration... Population growth does not fuel income growth. They pretended that it does. <laughs> Such terrible liars. Anyway, that's that for the Hake Report. Then there, there I say anyway again. Uh, rebuildingtheman.com slash church for the throwback Sunday service episode about the spirit. And it actually references that passage that I read to you last week, Romans 8. Nice. I think you will enjoy it. We'll see you over there on the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel in a premiere if you want to join us there. 
or just listen to the audio podcast afterwards or catch the video later. Thanks, guys, and take care.